This is the Countdown to Countdown Kickoff Podcast with your hosts, Dean Gutick, Jack Henry Sissio, Kyle DeSantis, and Jack Asello. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Countdown to Countdown to Kickoff Podcast, where we cover all things Ithaca Bombers. I'm your host, Jack Asello. With me, as always, is Dean Gutick, Kyle DeSantis, and Jack Henry Sissio. Boys, what's up? How are we doing today? Jack, I'm doing well. How about you? Pretty good. Bombers are 3-0. We got an exciting matchup coming up this Saturday. Should be a good one. Dean, how are you? Doing really good. Really good. Um, back from the We're back from the bye week. Back on air. Yep. Kyle, what's going on with you? Your thoughts? Again, just to kind of piggyback off of what Dean said, the bye week's over. Now we got I believe six or seven straight weeks of this show for these episodes. I'm looking forward to the grind. Should definitely be a lot of fun. All right, let's get started. So like we said before, if it goes three and oh, we're going to talk about some of the D three rankings that have come out recently. And I see is looking very strong so far as currently they're ranked number 17 in division three football standings. A couple other interesting notes is union is ranked as number 12. Our arch rival Cortland is ranked number 19 and our opponent and Ithaca's opponent this upcoming week, Hobart is ranked number 21. Another interesting factor in terms of the rankings is RPI received 18 votes, but it was, but it's still unranked. What do you guys think of the rankings? Do you think these are very solid or do you think some people are too high or some are too low? What are your thoughts? Dean, let's start with you. Thank you, Jack. I think these rankings are very good. Um, I'm a little biased. I do think Ithaca should be a little higher, but I do think these rankings are fine. And this is going to be a tough start for Ithaca because, you know, we talk, you talk that saying Hobart is going to be their opponent this upcoming week. Hobart is a ranked opponent. So not only will this be important for Ithaca because this is Liberty play, they're playing a ranked team as well. But I really like the rankings. I think the rankings are right. Uh, I got a question to ask you guys. When's the last time we've seen this many Liberty League teams in the top 25? We got four in the top 25 with a potential fifth on the outside looking in. So the Liberty League looks really strong this year. Jack, your thoughts on that? Yeah, it sure does. Dean and Jack look very big. And yeah, I agree with the rankings. Obviously, there are professionals that professionals that are in it. But the Bombers are going to need to start winning some games in order to move up into the rankings. I mean, they're 3-0 and right now, but some may say the season hasn't really started yet until they start playing elite competition in Liberty League, which they're going to start doing this Saturday. For seven straight weeks, it's going to be a grind, not only for us, but for the Bombers as well. Kyle, anything to add to that? I feel like with how the rankings are right now, I'm not going to say I don't agree with it, but also with all the non-conference games, I, I'm not, again, with all the non-conference games, like it's still the rankings are there, but I, I feel like they're not set in stone. And obviously they're not set in stone. They, they get updated every week. I feel like now that we're getting into conference play, we'll get a better idea of for the rankings and where these teams stand. And I was going to get into that with the game coming up on Saturday between Hobart and Ithaca. But again, I feel like, it's just something that's going to level out as time goes on. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with all you guys. It's great that the Liberty league has a lot of strong teams right now. It's a lot. There's lots of elite 
elite competition. And the end of, as the season goes down, as Kyle said before, we have six, seven straight games. It's going to be very exciting to see Ithaca play against some tough competition and the Liberty League should be fun to watch. All right, we're going to get into some interesting stats that have been happening so far. So obviously Ithaca's 3-0 and they put up some pretty impressive numbers so far this season. So we'll go over that quickly. Uh, Kyle, I'll start with you this time. Ithaca's had, who do you think's been one of the most important players? And who do you think's been the, the, the key? The, who do you think's been the key player on both offense and defense for Ithaca throughout this 3-0 start? I feel like for, for now, when it comes to this, the offense, you, you got to give props to AJ Wingfield where again, he's a junior and this is really his first full season of playing at that quarterback spot for Ithaca. He was a freshman the last time that the last season in 2019, when the team actually played and then obviously COVID happened 2020, 2021, he's the starter. And in, in these games, he showed out. Um, that's something that is good to know if you coach watch him, if you're anyone on the Ithaca side of things. And Again, for, for defense, there's there's a lot of players because I feel like I could obviously go for like an Anthony Robinson and that if I had to choose, that would be. But I feel like everyone is getting their little points in, obviously, with the, the fumble recoveries and the pick sixes and whatnot. There's a lot of names that you could throw around in that spot. So I think the defense as a whole has been just a bright spot for this bomber team. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. As you're talking about the turnovers, this so far this season through three games, Ithaca's forced 14 turnovers. They've, they've picked off eight passes, and they've recovered, I believe, six fumbles. So they're really doing a good job taking the ball away from the other team. Jack, same question to you. Who, who have been the players that stand out to you? Well, definitely, I have to agree with what Kyle said on offense with A.J. Wingfield and the leadership he's shown over the past few weeks. And that's going to have to continue in order for the Bombers to be successful going down the stretch. And on defense... I'm going to have to go with Robinson. I mean, he, he is a solid key player for this defense. If he goes, the defense goes. And that's the way it's going to be Liberty League play next few weeks. Dean. JC, you read my mind perfectly. I got to agree with you on both ends. But um, I'm going to be a little different on offense because a little spice it up. Uh, besides Andrew Wingfield, because it's going to be really quarterback play, like I said, it's going to be really important down the line. I think the run game's been important too, especially both Jalen's getting involved. Uh, we saw that week one and week three, the Jalen's run game really evolved. Um, and it's important to have a great run game because you always want to take pressure off the quarterback. So I think it helps that, you know, you have guys like Dante Garcia, Jalen Hines and JLO on the team, Leonard Osborne, who can help with this run game that can help take the pressure off the running the, the quarterback and on defense, I'd also go with Robinson. He's been phenomenal this year. The secondary has been phenomenal, especially led by him who's got multiple interceptions this year. And he's really stood out to me this whole year. And Dean, I'm going to ask you one follow-up question. Who do you got being the player of the week on special teams? Oh man. Knowing my crazy prediction. I mean, you know what? I, I'm, I want to say Nick Bahamande, but outside that I'm going to go, with, I'm going to go with the putter. I'm going to go Enzo. I'm going to go with Enzo on this one. Solid pick. Very, very interesting takes. Yeah, and we're talking about both sides of the ball. In general, Ithaca has been incredibly impressive. They're averaging 36 points per game while they're holding their opponents to only nine points a game. So they're outscoring their opponents by a pretty impressive amount. And they're doing it with a pretty balanced attack in terms of rushing, averaging close to 184 yards per game and 285 yards passing per game. Kyle, Kyle, I think, wants to add something. So, Kyle, I'm going to take it over to you. 
I was just thinking back to predictions we had coming into the past game against Alfred. And, and one of the things I had for the predictions was that in this game, the Ithaca offense is really just going to balance out both on the passing and the rushing side of things. I had each side scoring two touchdowns and that happened. I'm not the guy that kind of like goes over the top and be like, I told you so, but that that's just something where, I'm happy it happened. And again, if you're Ithaca against the team like Alfred, it's great to see that you can score on both sides of the ball for the offensive end. Yeah, definitely. So like we said, Ithaca, they've been very impressive. They've been scoring. They've been taking the ball away. They've really played well on both sides of the football. Overall, they look like a very strong football team altogether. Let's switch over to the opponent. Let's talk about Hobart a little bit. So they've had an interesting season in terms of, in terms of how they play on the field. They've pretty much dominated all of their opponents as all of their opponents who they've been playing is a bit of a question. Their combined records are four and 12, but you can't take away from what Hobart has done. I believe they're averaging 44 points per game this season, which is incredible through four games. And it's really been a strong ground game for them. They're averaging close to 250 yards rushing per game, maybe a little bit over that. So they've been really strong on the ground. That's been the key to their team. So besides that, what do you guys think? Obviously, Ithaca is probably going to be one of their toughest games. What do you think will be a key for Hobart in winning this game? Uh, Okay, Jack, you start. Sorry. Yeah, well, Jack, when I spoke to Coach Swanstrom, he said that they obviously have two great running backs, and they're fantastic on defense, and they're – Kick returners are also fantastic, so every play is going to matter. Each area of the game, offense, defense, running game, special teams, is going to have to outdo their opponent on Saturday. Dean, swing it over to you. What do you think? This is going to be a really interesting game. Of course, we saw Ithaca, how they tested against Brockport. This is going to be Ithaca's second test of the year. First Brockport, a physical defense, and now you're going up against uh, Hobart, which, I mean, you know, you look at their games against Alfred, 35 points, Morrisville, 41-0 win, St. John Fisher, 42-21, Keystone College, 58 points. This is a team that knows how to score points. So I think it's important for the Bombers to contain Hobart's offense because if I if if the Bombers can contain Hobart's offense, I believe they can win this game, and I think they do win this game. It also helps that they're home. Uh, you always want that home field advantage. You always want that atmosphere, especially at Butterfield Stadium. Um, I think it's going to be – this is another really important game. Obviously, like so the first one was on the road. This one at home. So fans bring the energy. But uh, I think the key to this one is to contain the Hobart offense and to make sure they don't put up as much points. Yeah, Dean, Butterfield Stadium should be rocking Saturday afternoon. For sure. Kyle, your thoughts? I know for Jack or Jack Casello, I know we have two Jacks on the show. Jack, you were mentioning that Hobart has a combined record when it comes to their opponents, a combined record of four and 12. And I was also looking on the Ithaca side. And although they have played one less game and the record might be slightly better, the opponents for Ithaca, their combined record is five and six. So like the point I really want to make is both of these teams haven't really had the biggest challenge as of yet coming into the season. And Again, with Liberty League play starting up this week, it's going to be just a big matchup for both teams. And if, if I had to choose a, a point, I would actually agree with Dean, where with this Hobart offense, we know they can score the ball. 
and we as in the the group not the whatever whatever but they can score the ball and for the defense off of a great showing they had against alfred where they held alfred to under 200 total yards they're gonna have to step up in front of butterfield stadium and i believe it's also alumni weekend so that could be an extra chip on the shoulder for the bombers out on the field yeah absolutely kyle with alumni weekend wanting to represent well yeah, definitely. Alumni weekend will be another factor. So there should be a, so there should be a lot of extra fans in the stands. A couple of, for, of former ice, a lot of former IC students coming back. So they're going to want to put on a good show. A big key to this game, I think, for me is as I'm looking at some of Hobart's key players and their stats. Their quarterback, David Cruson. When you look at his numbers so far, like I said before, they've been heavy in the run. He's only completing about just under 57% of his passes, and he's only thrown for three touchdowns. And they're only averaging about 143 yards per game. So a big key for this game for the Bombers is going to be clock management. I think a big key for this game especially is if the Bombers can score first, they can really control the game. If they get ahead get ahead, and they're going to make Hobart throw the ball, I think that could be a huge, huge thing. And it could be one of the, the major differences from a, from a victory and a loss. Jack, I'm going to let you follow that up. I definitely agree with you, Jack, what you said there. But I think the most important drive of this game might actually be the drive coming out of halftime. I always say that the first drive of the third quarter is a tone setter for how the rest of the game is going to go if it's a close game. I think it might very well come down to that. Very well could. Dean, you have anything to add? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned, you know, Hobart being rush heavy and, you know, I don't want to make any NFL comparisons, but, you know, look at a team like the Titans, you know, if you could stop the run there, you shift them to focus on a game, you know, that they may not like. So the key, if they're, you know, you're playing a heavy a run that can, a run heavy team like Hobart, it's it's obviously key to stop the run. And if this Bombers team can stop the run, this will shift Hobart to not only pass more, but to do things that they're not comfortable with doing that they're not used to. So I think the key, another key for Ithaca is to make stop, contain the run, stack the box, and to force Hobart to do things that they're not used to doing. Definitely, for sure. Definitely, for sure. Kyle, anything you want to add? Yeah, and I think one of you mentioned it before where it's like that opening drive is something that the Bombers have to come out headstrong with. And I kind of feel like it was a similar scenario almost with the Brockport game where Again, they were looking at a team where, at least when that game happened, Brockport, it looked like they were going to have the advantage. And just the, I mean, just starting with the momentum on your side and getting that first punch in, it's something I feel like the Bombers are going to have to replicate this week. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Another interesting point is that, our, that Ithaca's quarterback, AJ, is gonna, he should be able to have a, a strong game when you look at this when you look at the numbers from Hobart's defense they only have three sacks this entire season so far and I believe only four QB hits so our offensive the Ithaca's offensive line has done a good job protecting the pass protecting the passer so Wingfield should be able to drop back a lot and fire downfield and take some shots and have a chance at some big plays that can be another huge factor going into this game all right we're going to also switch over uh, JC had his weekly interview with Coach Swanstrom. Jack, 
did he, did he, what did, what did the coach have to say? Did he have any key thing? Any, did he say anything that could be a key to winning this game? And is there any player he want, he wants to have a lookout for? And is there one guy they're trying to, they're going to try to neutralize? Well, Jack coach Schwanstrom said that they need to cheer for everyone and hope everybody plays well, but obviously going to need a great effort from the defense in order to win this game. He, well, even though he did not name any players to be specific, I would have to say Anthony Robinson is going to have to have a pretty big game in order for the Bombers to be successful. Obviously, they feel they're prepared after a bye week. Great place to get rest, healthy, and to work on a few things before entering Liberty League play undefeated. Should be interesting, Jack. Definitely, definitely. Good stuff from Coach Swanstrom. All right, sure. now I think it should be a good time, as we always do. We go over uh, a couple of guys that we think could be key players. But instead of just a key player, obviously we know Anthony Robinson is always one of the key players. He's been great this year. Let's do a little bit. Let's try a, a surprising player. Who do you guys think is a player on the Bombers who necessarily hasn't put up huge numbers this year but could be a critical part in this game that could separate the Bombers from winning and losing? Kyle, let's start with you. I feel like my pick isn't really too much of a surprise because he has he has shown out in games. He has scored multiple times, but I feel like on the wide receiver side of things, Jake Ross might be someone that could make an impact. And again, for the wide receiver side, for Ithaca, you got Andrew Vito, you got Michael Anderson, and Jake Ross is kind of that guy where he, he does get involved, but he's not at the main, he's not at the front of the attack. And I just have a feeling that maybe he could be more involved this week and could get a score or two. I like it. I like it. JC, let's go with you next. Sure. I'm going to say Michael Anderson for my pick that he's going to actually catch two touchdown PSs. I know I'm making a bold prediction, but I think it's certainly one him and the Bombers are capable of pulling off. Old indeed. Dean, your thoughts? You know, I want to see Dante Garcia get on the board this weekend, and I think that's going to happen. Um, I'm now I'm in a tie right now between Dante and Vito because last time I picked Vito, he had that 71-yard touchdown against Brockport. I'm going to go with Vito again. Don't get me wrong, but to spice it up, I'm going to go with Dante Garcia getting two touchdowns, one goal line run and one I don't like predicting yards, but I'm going to say 30, 35 yard run. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. For me, it's funny. I was going to go, I'm going to go with Andrew Vito. Anderson's been the top guy this year. They're both, they're both similar in yards, but Anderson's had the edge. He's gotten the end zone four times only to Vito's two. I think Vito matches him this weekend. And I think Vito is going to come away with two touchdowns and is going to be one of the key players for the Bombers and winning this game. All right, last thing we'll do. Let's go over let's go over final score predictions as we always do. I believe in terms of who's been the closest or in fact matter of fact sometimes he's been right. Dean has had the edge and he has been the correct the most amount of times. So Dean, I'm going to start with you. What what do you predict will be your final score of this game? Um I think this is going to be an offensive shootout. I mean, the Bombers have a good defense, but the Bombers also have a solid offense. I think this is going to be a game 
where the Bombers break out again like they did against Alfred. I think it's going to be much closer. I like to make things dramatic, so how about this? Bombers win 38-35 off a last-second field goal from Nick Baja Monday, a walk-off. That would be very, very exciting. I certainly hope that is what happens. Kyle, let's go with you next. And I'm just, I was looking at for, at least for football on the athletics website, they have the, they have the, they have like the, the stat sheet up and looking historically wise with this matchup, Ithaca has taken the series 28 to four. And I'm sorry if I just go through a lot of stats, but I'm just going to go for a few. Ithaca has won the past three meetings. And the last time that Ithaca played Hobart, it was October 19th, 2019. And they blew them out 34 to nothing, actually, just like the the Alfred game. And they they almost doubled them in every stat. I'm not, I'm not it's not going to be that this Saturday. I don't think so. I was thinking more of like a maybe a, like a 35-28 to Ithaca score. So that's what I'm going to go with. Interesting, interesting. JC, what do you what do you got? Uh, sure. Now I'm going to agree with Dean on this one. It is going to be a high-scoring offensive shootout, but I have the Bombers winning this game by a score of 41-38. to 38. Wingfield's going to lead a game-winning drive, and the game-winning touchdown PS is going to be caught by Anthony by Michael Anderson, excuse me. It has the potential to be game of the year in the Liberty League, even though it's somewhat early in the season. It certainly does. I'm going to change it up on you guys a little bit. It's very interesting. Both Ithaca and Hobart this season so far, they have put up a lot of points. Ithaca's averaged 36 a game. Hobart's averaged 44 a game. But at the same time, they've also been playing great defense. Both teams holding their opponents close to nine points per game. So you guys have gone heavy offense. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to keep it. I think this is going to be a little bit more of a defensive game. I'm going to say final score of this game. I'm going to go Ithaca 20, Hobart 17, Nick Baja with a game-winning field goal. So I'm going to change it up. I'm going to go defense because you guys know defense is truly what wins games. All right, but I think that's all we got. That is going to do it for this week's edition of Countdown to Countdown to Kickoff. Should be an exciting matchup against Hobart this weekend, especially with Alumni Weekend being in effect as well. Only the second home game of the season. Fans will be excited to get out there and cheer on their Bombers. Anything else you guys want to add? Let's go Bombers. Indeed, as always, let's go Bombers. Well, that is all we got. I'm Jack Asella with Dean Gutek, Kyle Santos, and Jack Henry Sissio. This has been another edition of Countdown to Countdown to Kickoff, and we will see you guys next time.